Hey friends and welcome to Black Sunflower. It's your girl Mariah Idara. And if you're just now listening for the first time, welcome. If you've been listening because you're my homie, you my slime, you my dog a dog. That was stupid and corny. And I don't know why it reminded me of Martin. But anyway, um, thank you for being like for supporting me. Like I really do appreciate that. And I peep. I peep. You know, I have some consistent followers and people who listen to listen to my podcast consistently and I appreciate that um shout out to my sis Jasmine and her podcast Ocean Royalty I'm gonna put that in the description if you want to go check it out she drops you know she be dropping gems and sis is funny and I love her personality so definitely go listen to her podcast I listen to it faithfully and then when I forget I just listen to all the podcasts that I missed in one day yeah (laughs) but anyway um so today we're going to talk about church hurt we and the crazy thing is if you follow me you know I am super honest super transparent you know it is what it is to be I don't have time to flex for nobody no cap like everything is straightforward uh but like in my heart I was like "Mm, I'm not gonna get too deep into religion Cause I'm, you know, trying to just, I don't feel like getting into that. I'm going to get a whole lot of clap back and people comments. Nah, 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 nah. Now I don't got time. But the truth is, <laughs> the God is, <laughs> I have all the time in the world. So we're going to hit these tough topics and we're going to talk about stuff that other people may not, may not want to talk about or things that I may not want to talk about. I'm just going to talk about them. You know why? Because as I said before, <laughs> Baby girl, my name is Moriah Idara. Welcome to my podcast, my platform, my voice. Okay, so we're we we're not even gonna play those games. We're gonna continue being transparent and honest up in here. And if you don't like it, yeah, I don't care. So let's talk about church hurt. Now, um. I put a post on Facebook, and I think I posted it on Instagram, too, at some point, that said, God did not fail you, because he didn't. God didn't fail you. The church did. Oh, no, not the church. People. Lord, forgive me. God didn't fail you. People did. Um, Let's be very clear. The church is a building. That's not what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about church, I'm talking about what the building is comprised of, which is... I'm a bunch of Christian people, people who follow Christ. And one thing to remember throughout this entire podcast is that church people are people. They are human beings. They are people who sin. They are people who lie. They are people who try to live holy. They are people who have kids out of wedlock. There are people who have debt. There are people who, you know, have past, who have presence and hopefully a bright future. Like people, church people are people. And what happens is, um, I don't know if this is a chicken and egg type of theory. I don't know if um, the stereotypical church person mounts a high horse and you know establishes this this 
elite demeanor and then people others <laughs> look at them and hold them to those expectations and then when their righteousness is as filthy as rags then they become hypocrites or is it the people on the outside look at church people as being greater than so then they're not allowed to make mistakes i have no idea but this is what's happening from the outside looking in this is what's happening um i think since i've been atlanta since i've been in atlanta almost everyone i have come into contact with i want to say 80 i want to say 80 percent of people even the people who are like oh the universe and all of that and i'm not even gonna get into that because i'm not trying to be persecuted but them even 90 percent of them are slash were christians which is crazy <laughs> like that is crazy and it's not crazy because you can't I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to go back to the topic because like, y'all going y'all going to get me. I just wanted to say right now that this topic is going to be recurring because it's major and it needs to be addressed. And I don't mind having the unpopular opinion and I don't mind you guys coming into my DMs with some nonsense. I actually don't mind. So, you know, I'm I'm here for it. Let's go. But in any case, that 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 is what that's what I'm getting when I have conversations with people about God and when I'm witnessing you know it's crazy when I was younger I thought witnessing was like you know putting on a dress and or a blazer and a and a tie or something and like telling people like what they need to do to be saved and like I thought almost like Jehovah Witness type stuff. Um, and that's not the case. That's not how it's been for me. Um, I've been in my house witnessing. I've been in other people's houses witnessing. <laughs> I've been in the bar at an event, at a party, um, out at the park. Like, just hearing others talk about their experience with Christianity um I've had someone tell me in I've had someone tell me that they used to be a Christian but now they're atheists they're like oh because you know all that stuff I was asking God for I found out that I could just do it myself like we are gods and I was like who are who is out here teaching these people who are who where is the shepherd who who's leading these people because that's not how that works um if we you know look and i'm not going to get too deep in this either but when you look into uh the bible um god is not a magician 
Like, you don't pray and click your heels and, you know, rub a lamp and just have things happen. Um, You have to do some work, too. Like, you have to put yourself in a position to be blessed. And sometimes we don't do the work that's required. Um, Even in the Bible, it talks about faith without works is dead. You have all the faith in the world, but if there's no action, it's like if I love you and I never ever show you that I love you or I show you just the opposite, how are you supposed to believe that or what, how does that validate your love? It, it, it doesn't. It invalidates it, actually. Like, no. So, um, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So it's like I I run into these people and they're telling me their how their their encounters or how how they feel about Christianity and it's sad because I just keep hearing the same thing over and over again. I keep hearing the same thing over and over again. Um and I want to denounce these fictional stereotypes and I want people who actually um fit these stereotypes to change them okay um Christians are not an elite group of people who like you need a VIP pass to get into the club that's not how that works um I know when you go into older more traditional churches it may feel that way because everyone want to have the biggest hat the highest heels and the the two-piece three-piece suit and all of that and they it can either be one way or the other they can either put on this show or it can just be you looking at it a certain way because I know people who razzle dazzle but they're very down to earth they just like to razzle dazzle (laughs) you know what I'm saying um so it can it can be either way but that is not a representation of Christianity. The show is not a representation of Christianity. Um, holding yourself to excellence should not look like condemning your brother or looking down on your brother. And your brother should not look at your excellence and feel ashamed, but should want to strive to be excellent. So there's a balance, okay? There's definitely a balance. Um, that stereotype is a lie. It's just a lie. Um, it's a lie for the people who fit it, and it's a lie for the people who um, believe it. It's all cap. It's all cap. They, people in the church are humans. People in the church have gangbang. People in the church have been to jail. People in the church have cheated on their wives and on their spouses. People in the church have lied and gambled and stole. People in the church are human, just like you. And that's those are facts. Those are hardcore facts that you can't challenge me on. People in the church that hold positions and titles have children out of wedlock. Period. 
Like, those are facts. And the fact of the matter is, is that your relationship with God should never, ever, ever depend on people in the church because they are people, which means they are human, which means they are destined, they are predestined to be imperfect because we were created with a choice. We had to have Jesus die on the cross. Like if God thought we were going to be perfect, he wouldn't have sent his only son to die. That would have been a waste of time. That defeats the purpose of the whole gospel. If we just go all the way to back to the beginning, it just doesn't make sense. Like there is perfection in our failure because we are, we, we, he already knew. He already knew. It's the getting up part that we forget to focus on and the endurance part that we forget to focus on. We forget to focus on people's, uh, we forget to focus on souls, their spirit, their energy, their mind, their sanity. That's what we forget to focus on because we are also caught up in image, what it looks like. There are people who have left the church because of image, because they didn't fit the image that was set before them, whether it was pushed on them or whether they just felt like they didn't fit in. But it is the responsibility of church people to touch hearts and change minds to save souls. That's it. That is it. You can't do that by gossiping. Mind your business. We're going to mind our business all 2020. Like, I I have so, so many podcasts to do. Like, loyalty. Mind your business. Sometimes information should come to you and stop with you. Why is it always filtered to somebody else? It just it just stops. There's some things people say it, it just stops. It stops with me and the Lord. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Mind your business. What I've learned as a Christian is that you do not bring people to Christ with regurgitating scripture or dragging them to church but you bring people to Christ by loving them showing them kindness touching their hearts having a lasting impression which I just posted on Facebook it's not attributed to any talent or skill or razzle dazzle but it literally it all glory goes to God for the anointing that you put on your life that's it. You can't make moves without that anointing. Because if you have that and you believe that, then you should not be running people away. That's it. I cannot, t- I have never ran someone away. I have people where if they just really didn't agree with me, that they would stop talking to me. But that wasn't because of my anything that I did to push them away. They they can't speak anything, any negativity 
that came from me, from my side. If it had something to do with church, it was a disagreement. We stopped talking because your spirit isn't compatible with my spirit. We And I'm not convincing you. And I'm not about to sit here and beat you up about it. So we just going to part ways. <laughs> okay, what I'm saying? Because you're not going to convince me. I'm not going to convince you. And sometimes we need to agree to disagree. Period. Okay? That's it. But I've never ran someone away, ran someone away because they thought I was judging them. Or I ran someone away because they thought I was condemning them or what 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 is that what is a, a that as anna banana would say what is a that what like no and that just from the stories that i've heard since i've been down here and i mean stories on stories on stories on stories so many people are originally christian like from the very beginning and they it's two sides. They let church people determine their relationship with God. They didn't research for themselves. Excuse me. They didn't read their Bible and figure out exactly what was going on. What does the Bible say? Or they said, well, what you're saying isn't com- does not match what the Bible says. So I'm just going to leave all this to the side. Like, no, keep the Bible, sis. Tr- dump them. <laughs> Break up with them. <laughs> Like, don't let people determine your relationship with God. Just don't. That's that's a recipe for disaster. Do not let people, because people are flawed. We are flawed. We are flawed. And we are imperfect. And right now we are in the age of flex and cap so everyone wants to pretend everyone wants to put on a face like they have it all together when in actuality even in the bible it says we we're overcomers by one another testimony i need to know that you've been hurt i need to know that you're going through something i need to know that you're imperfect because i need to know that i'm not out here by myself but no y'all want to spend y'all income tax check on flexing That flex, that image, that cap will be the the fall of the very elect. It's because we can't level with people. I never, never would suggest stooping down to someone's level. Never. But there's a balance. There is a balance. You don't go to a foreign country speaking English and getting frustrated. You have to level with them. It's not saying they're beneath you. It's not saying that they're greater than you. But you have to speak the same language. When you are talking to someone who isn't as as deep into the faith as you are, quote unquote, someone who doesn't have a title, someone who maybe doesn't read their Bible as much, you don't talk to them with the 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 sayeths and the andeths and the speakeths and the yeas and nays and all that and the thousand thou shouts and the knots. You talk to them on their level. You relate to them. And the reason why we go through life and have these different experiences is so we can learn the language. You know the language because you haven't been thou shalt not all your life. So why aren't you coming out here speaking a language? 
How do you show someone the way from the finish line? How do you do that? Explain that to me. So I feel like, so pardon me, because I wasn't even looking at my notes. Um, One thing I wanted to, now that I'm looking back on my notes, I kind of hit everything. But one thing I want to talk about is, one, being Christian is being a human being. Two, sin is inevitable, but not encouraged or excused. Three, there is a consequence to all your actions, good or bad. Pick one, like blue or red pill, basically out here. Okay. Um, going back to sin is inevitable, but not excused. Just go ahead and read Romans 6. Should we sin just because we know God died for us? Like just because that, that's our crutch. You're going to do it just because. God forbid. Um, two, Christianity is not some elite society club or everybody's better than. No. There are levels of faith. People have, have, have made it to different levels of faith and glory. Um, but they should always be able to speak your language because they started off on the ground level. The reason why you start from the ground is so that you can learn the language. Period. I don't understand why people get titles and they get further in their life and they get knowledge and they get all this wisdom that God bestows upon them. You guys hear me using my Christian language, right? God bestows upon them and then they forget to to speak regular people's language. The reason why you have your experience, your ups and downs, your trials and tribulations, your trauma, your... All of that um, should not be in vain. All the lessons you've learned should not be in vain. All those experiences were to, one, shape you to make sure you're the best person you can be. But two, so that you can help the next person. So if you don't use those experiences, that's what I mean by the language. So if you don't use those experiences to help the next person or to level with the next person, then what, why, why? Like, let's not forget. And then on the flip side, we're not letting other people and their flaws, faults, and shortcomings determine our relationship with God. Okay, so one, we're not going to we're not going to act like the church is the end all be all. Like if you if you don't have trust or if you have a weird relationship with the church, then you have a weird relationship with God. That's not fair. Okay, because he's not confined to a building nor is he what do you call it i hate when i do this like i'm a writer i should have words off the top of my head doesn't happen they just disappear sometimes like come back it's like chalk zone somebody help me it rained um we we can't just directly associate god's power in all that he is with people that's not fair I don't care what kind of title they have. They're human, like I said in the beginning. So if you have a weird relationship with God or if you haven't been praying or you haven't been going to church, but you believe, but that you haven't done all of this because of church hurt, now there is no better time than now to uh, turn that around. Because that's not fair. If you're doing a disservice to yourself you're doing a disservice to God. You're doing a disservice to your, the next generation. 
because we we shouldn't just put a halt to all these relationships. We got we just we all stop. We gonna stop. We just all gonna stop praying. We gonna all stop believing. We gonna we was gonna stop reading the Bible. We gonna stop because uh, minister so and so said this that and the third night like it. It's really time for everybody to grow up, and I say that with all respect, love, and kindness. I, I do. You should determine the relationship that you have with God. At the end of the day, you do determine the relationship. Like, if you're a real Christian, I mean a real, real Christian, and you, you know, you, you, you're going to get to those pearly gates, and God's going to be like, bro, I don't know you, or he's going to be like, hey, did a good job, welcome in. When he's like, yo, so you really stopped talking to me because Pastor Jenkins cheated on his wife? What does that got to do with me? <laughs> it was like, what? Who I don't know who Pastor Jenkins is, so it's just a disclaimer. I'm, I made that up. I'm not referring to nobody specifically, just in case. But, like, for real. Like, that's kind of crazy. That's kind of wild. And for some reason, we're under the impression that everything got to be put together in, you know, with the bow and the, and, and the sprinkles and the confetti and all that before you even try to talk to God again. I talk to God all the time. I talk to the God before I'm about to go out with my girls. Like, listen, I just, you know, thank you for this day. Um, I'm going out. Please protect me. Protect the people that I'm with. Um, I just want to get home safe. I, I talk to God like, what? I talk to God more than I do my daddy. Like, what? Like, my mama. Like, what? Prayer, you don't have to, like, prepare your whole life and have communion and wash your head and and bow and prepare the little pillow by the side of your bed below your knees to pray. Like, sometimes I'm on the phone with people and I'm praying. Like, I will mute myself. I'm like, Lord, just... Woo, they out here. <laughs> and I mean it. It's not a joke. It's not a game. It's not a game. You do not have to be, have the biggest hat and the shiniest shoes to pray. That's not a thing. You know what I mean? So we're not going to let other people determine our relationship with God moving forward. Um, and all of this really, it starts with just a change of mind. Once you change your mind about how this works, we've been brainwashed to believe that all of this is associated with a building. And the choir director got drama, the musicians got drama, and, and it's distracting you from God. It's completely deplete defeating <laughs> the purpose like at this moment i used to go to church and be so distracted that's why i stopped going to church on sundays i started just going to prayer and bible study and that was a whole lot better um but i'm telling you like the biggest one of the biggest tools of the enemy is just distraction stuff that don't make no sense it don't got nothing to do with you just distracting you from being productive and that's that's with church work everything um but like just the show, I can go to church right now, whole service, paying people zero mind. Somebody could have dyed their kids' hair platinum blonde, 
And I would just be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Your child is very creative. Like, I'm excited that you, I, I have no drama, no judge. When I go to church, I'm about my business. You know what I'm saying? I'm about my business. I'm about getting to work and fellowshipping and having a good praise and worship sesh. And I'm out of there. I don't even try to stick around. It's dust, okay, the smoke, pew, I'm out. <laughs> I don't play. But that's that's just because my mindset changed. I don't let the people determine my relationship with God. That's crazy. Yes, I'm going to do poetry events. Yes, I'm going to be out late sometimes. Yes, I'm going to go over people's house. Yes, I'm going to travel. No, I'm not going to be church in church every single Sunday all the time. Those are just facts. That's just where I'm at in life. Am I going to let that determine my relationship with God? That is nonsense. That is craziness. And someone's really convinced you that that's how it goes. I encourage you to go to church. I really do. I encourage you to go to church. I encourage you to pray and to read your Bible. I definitely do. But it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in, whether you're all the way in or not. Don't let stupid stuff determine whether you have a relationship with God. That is beyond me. That That is above me. I, um, so I, I kind of just want to end it. And I, I do know, oh my gosh, I can feel it in my bones. Um, I already know that we're going to have some follow-up sec- uh, episodes. But what I do want to say is that with any challenge in your life, if you don't remember anything outside of this point right here, this is something that you can keep for the rest of your life, and I promise it won't backfire on you. With any challenge in your life, the best time is now when it comes to God or reestablishing your relationship with God the best time is now when it comes to um healing relationships the best time is now when it comes to looking for a new job and doing better by yourself by your community by your family the best time is now when it comes it, it just the best time is now even if today you just changed your mind yo I can't even like I can only tell you this because I went through it and I'm still going through it. If if the if the only thing you do is unlearn and then learn something new, like if the only thing you do is read a book, the only thing you do is have a conversation, if the only thing you do today is do something to change your mind, to doubt yourself, the 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 root of genius is just knowing that you don't know everything. You don't. Even God was like, yo, my thoughts are so much greater than your thoughts. What you talking about? Like, if you just change your mind, if you if you can just listen to what I'm saying, you're like, yo, that really does not make sense. I really let sister side, I, you know, you know, now I don't go to church. Now I don't do this, that, and the third. Because of, because of sister side, I get all goes back to sister side. I, sister side, I ain't God. What the heck? Like, if if all you do is change your mind, the best time to start is now. God is not waiting for you to get your suit. He don't care nothing about the shoes. He don't care nothing about the car you're driving. He don't care nothing about your breath stinking. He don't care nothing about the crust in your eyes. He don't care if your teeth are weird. He don't. God does not care about all that. Sister Sai, I care about all that. But she's irrelevant, okay? She's out the circle. We are taking her out. She, she's out. We are kicking her out. Matter of fact, we are kicking her out. 
of your life and out of your thoughts. Reject that. Who who are you? You are a person. Who are you? The time is now. There is no better time than the present. We're not waiting until, I'm not waiting until, oh, when I do this, or I'm, I'm going to wait until the, when I stop smoking weed, or I'm going to wait until I stop drinking. Now, I'm telling you, God don't care. I mean, he does. He, he hears a lot. But he, you don't have to wait. That's the great thing about being a Christian. That's the great thing about being a Christian. You do not have to wait. You can start now. And you don't you don't have to to get yourself up so that you can create an appearance a facade and and save face so that you can go to a church with a whole bunch of people trying to save face nah but you could do it now you can turn this podcast off and matter of fact let's pray I, I haven't done that through social media but like just in general I really like my 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 deepest prayer for the rest of 2020 is that you realize that you are greater than, you are more than, and all at the same time, you are still enough as is. I was listening to a podcast, not podcast, I was listening to a Will Smith interview, and he was talking about Tyrese. He was like, Tyrese is only um, operating at 40, 47% of who he is. And I was like, wow. To be someone who, you know, just have so much life experience and can you can identify that people aren't, it's not even your final, this is not your final form. But you don't have to wait until final form to have a relationship with God or to talk to God. You can talk to him now. And actually, it would be a lot easier because it will help you get to your final form. <laughs> You are more than the situation you're in. You are worthy of the best things. People are not entitled to your time and energy. You have nothing to fear. You are already predestined for greatness. Like... I just ask that God keeps his hands on you and your mind and your heart, even if you don't change it today, that you would just come back. I joke all the time, like, oh my gosh, leave a voice message with Jesus. But I really do believe that even in my toughest times when I did not feel completely connected with God, I was still sending up little prayers like, I don't know if this is going to hit the ceiling and bounce back, but Lord, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And the great thing is that God never leaves you or forsakes you. Like, we go through our own stuff and we get caught up in human things. But God is still very relevant and very present, even right now as I'm speaking. And he loves you despite your flaws and your faults and your shortcomings. And even, you know, you don't have the fanciest hat or the shiniest shoes. And he still loves you. He loves you. He loves you with the divorce. He loves you even though you cheated. He loves you with the child. He loves you even though you be at the clubs, you know. He still that's that's the crazy part is that he still loves you. His love extends. How dare we confine God to a box where he can only love these certain people how they are and we're not doing that. We're going to continue our relationship with God. 
Get rid of the distractions. Get focused on who you are. And as always, um, if you need to talk to someone or if you're confused or if you I'm not, I, Mariah Idara, is not perfect. God knew what he was doing because I'm not perfect. I, I know the language. I speak it fluently. It's ghetto. <laughs> but I mean that. Like, I've been through so much and I've done so much, Lord. Like, I've done so much. I'm sure God is like... Like my, t- okay, listen, that wasn't even English, but God, you, t- <laughs> I am not perfect. Um, so if you and I'm, I am loyal almost to a fault. Your information stops with me. If you want to talk, if you have something you're going through and you just need to, just, uh, even if you just you need to talk and you you really don't want me saying nothing because y'all know I'm quick with my lips. Let me know ahead of time. Like, I, I really don't want you to talk, but I need you to hear me. And I'm here for you, as always. And y'all should already know that. Um, But again, we, we church hurt is very, very real. We're just going to call it out. It is what it is. People are driving people out of the church, which unfortunately drives people away from God, which isn't how it should be. That's on you. That That is that is on you at the end of the day jesus is not going to say sister Sai, i made you go to that is on you um but we're going to focus next uh segment on church on healing and be able being able to rejoin a new church or the same church with a renewed mind um and perspective on how things work um but until next time I need you guys to eat healthy, take care of your vessel, drink water. Even I've I've been a little bit behind on my water intake. I can feel it. My lips a little, 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 little dry. Um, and pray. Y'all really think I'm playing out here? God really do check his voicemail, and it's unlimited. If you call me, it's going to say this because subscriber you've reached has not listened to her 15 million voice messages and she does not have room to receive yours sorry try somebody else because it's not happening send her a text um but you know what i'm saying he got a limited space and he actually check them and listen to him which is crazy i respect god for that thank you god for checking your voicemail um because it's real it's real and i joke but i mean it like from from the deepest parts of my heart But overall, I just want you guys to know that I love you. I mean what I say. um, And I stick to that. And uh, if you got a problem, let me know. Go ahead and go ahead and, you know, questions, comments, let me know. And I'll see y'all next episode, next Wednesday. Um, I'm dropping these later and later, but it don't matter because it's still Wednesday. You're welcome.